starting from the third line on page Chof in Kufas Olam Adregas Adam and um, the altar says V'chein b'inyan shoymer V'chein b'inyan shoymer mitzvah lo yeidah davarayin and regardless of the, there's a possible we say to the person who regards a mitzvah so no evil will become of him he will not know of an evil thing according to the Torah's thinking if you keep the Torah not only will you not lose but you'll certainly gain and a person's illusory his imagination tells him he thinks he'll lose out by keeping the Torah meaning a person says a person has an opportunity to go learn yeshiva he says but one second I don't learn yeshiva it's going to hurt my career options so what's he thinking saying he's thinking he's saying is that by keeping the Torah, I'm going to lose out. But it says, You can't lose out by keeping the Torah. You can only gain. But the person's dimion tells him otherwise. He thinks he'll lose out by doing the mitzvah. Why do people have struggles in terms of integrity in business? Why do they struggle between, should I, should I do the dodgy deal or shouldn't I? Because they feel that if they don't do the dodgy deal, they'll lose out. Why do people compromise themselves and their midas and their... And they, because they feel that I need to do this thing, otherwise I'll be in trouble. If they had Seichel they say, how can I lose out by doing something which is a Ratzon Hashem? It makes no sense. You can't lose out. V'chein gam b'inyan b'tochen. So to in regard to b'tochen. Nidme loy shemoisri atzmoi al gzeres Hashem. When a person relies on Hashem, it's as if he's giving him over to, to Hashem's decree. V'omnam ha'emesu, when he gives himself over, it's not that he makes himself susceptible, he actually gets everything. Why? The one that's Boitech Bashem, he's Boruch, meaning Boruch Bematsoria Gashmi, he has everything. He's blessed, he has an abundance. Apart from the fact that he'll be happy, that only Hashem is his trust. A person who has bitochen and trust in Hashem, his level of happiness is exponentially greater than the person who trusts in his physical security. That just like a person who is intrinsically strong, is olam kuloi. A person who's as powerful, uh, the, the most powerful lead in the world, that he can absolutely vanquish the entire world. His sense of greatness when he can conquer the world is much greater than getting paid to fight a war for a given country. Because the payment that you'll get for winning the war for this country that employed him is only a indication of his power. But his maila is intrinsic to him. In other words, just to maybe flesh out this point. The point is that the Mailas HaGvura means a person has the capacity, he's powerful enough to, to, to conquer the world. If he's then paid for winning a war, 
So the money is just, it's just, it's not, it doesn't give him anything that he hasn't got. It's just, if anything, it's an indication of what he is. But his reality, his intrinsic nature, is, is, is far more indicative of his greatness than the money itself. We'll just go a little bit forward and maybe we'll get a little bit clearer. We'll see. That a moment, an hour of Chuvan Maisim Tovim in this world is greater than all the Olam Haba. That Olam Haba is the payment, whereas the Chuvan Maisim Tovim is when it's the thing itself. The payment is never, is never the essence. The payment is a reflection of the essence. But the, the essence is, is what you get, what you are. Um, so that relates back to the difference between a person who has bitachin and a person that is in a safe situation. He's, he's secure. The person who has bitachin, so his security is intrinsic. Whereas a person who happens to be in a situation of being secure, so his security is flexible, could come and go. In other words, the payment of, of, of the of the gvura is not intrinsic. It's just an, it, it's 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 a it's a it's a momentary reflection of something else. Whereas the gvura itself is the greatness. So in other words, the situation being guaranteed is like the payment. That again, let me try to this out. And I'm not being hundred percent clear. If a person is betaken Hashem, so he's sorted out. He has nothing to worry about. Yes. Now that being given the reward of having nothing to worry about isn't the essence. That's just a payment for something which is the essence. Just like the person who is powerful gets paid for winning a war. So the payment for the winning of the war is just a reflection of who he is. But it's not the thing itself. A person who is a Baal the rewards he gets for being a Baal is that he doesn't have any physical problems in his life. That's not the Mila. The Mila is not that. That's just the payment. The Mila is his Barbitochen. In other words, that's somebody he's not looking to be safe. He's looking to be a Barbitochen. He's looking to, that's who he is. Granted, if a person is the most powerful in the world, he'll win wars and he'll get paid for him. But the payment doesn't make him, it doesn't contribute anything, it doesn't affect his being, he who's there. His being is what it is. There's certain consequences to having that being. For example, he can win wars. But that doesn't make him, the winning of the war doesn't make or break anything. It's just a fact. So to the Baal Bitochen, it's his Bitochen which is his essence. Granted, that as a result of that, he'll be secure. But the, the secure, whereas when we think of Bitochen, this is what he's trying to challenge us with. When we think of Bitochen, we think the mind is being secure. We think the, the Ika is that, no, I don't have to worry about anything. Do you understand the paradigm switch he's forcing us to make? We think that the advantage of Bitochen is, oh, Baruch Hashem, now I can be relaxed. So you think the reward is the essence, but you can only get it from the secondary point, which is, I only get it if I, if I am a Baal Bitochen. So the Baal Bitochen is on the side, but now I'm happy. And he says, no, it's the opposite. The happiness and the security is just a reflection of the greatness of what a Baal Bitochen is, but the essence is a Baal Bitochen. The happiness is just a secondary indication of what the essence is. Do you understand the switch is made? It's a crucial switch. In other words, there's something intrinsically great about having no concerns about because you're completely involved in Hashem's world.
Could be that as a result, you never have to worry about physical things. But that doesn't matter. You do worry, don't worry. That's, that's, that's tangential. It's consequential. It's not the thing itself. Are you saying that you don't have to worry about physical things because Hashem blesses you, or because since you've got bitach and you don't care, you don't care to worry? Hashem blesses you. He sorts you out. Ah, so you got the money. You got the money. You got everything you need. You never, you never lack. You never lack for what you need. But that's not the vote. The vote isn't to get to the situation where you never lack what you need. The vote is to get to the situation where you have to buy talking. Then also, you could kind of the reward you get for that is you get you also happen to get what you need. But that. That's not that's not what, that's not what captivates you. That's not what's pushing you. You want to be on that madrega. In other words, where a person when he has mailas gvura, he doesn't want to necessarily vanquish city. He wants to have that mailah of he has the power. The power is the mailah. The power is the could. It's not that you did. Yes. But if you don't, you don't get paid. Hey. But if you don't, you don't get paid. But if you don't do it, you don't get paid. But again, if you get paid, you don't get paid. That's irrelevant. Because you're still that person. Okay? We see this by Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu couldn't handle the nation by himself, so he required, he requested help. He understood that the difference between being helped and by, or doing things by himself, he thought that without those helping him, he'd lose his strength completely. And when he had people assisting him, so then he wouldn't lose anything. And the opposite. I'll share of the spirit that's upon you. That he'll take from Moshe Rabbeinu and give it to them. And he'll lose out from what he had before. And even the Chazal says, was like a candle that you can light many, many candles, and the original candle doesn't use a single thing. But by, by, by a ner as well, when you use a ner for something else, it does detract from the ner. Even though it's not, it doesn't diminish the fire so much, but there is a detraction. There's something taken away from it. So Moshe Rabbeinu thought that by by working on the giving over to others on the result. What am I trying to do? I'm trying to run Klai Yisrael by myself. So by me delegating, I'll gain that I'm running Klai Yisrael better. Because I'm moving the, the, the running of Klai Yisrael away. F- I'm trying to employ the running of Klai Yisrael away from myself and entrusting it in the hands of others. Because the goal is Klal Yisrael should be run. What the altar says, no, the goal is that, goal is that you are the run of Klal Yisrael. So the minute you relinquish that, you lose. The Maila is that you are Moshe Rabbeinu. You Moshe Rabbeinu means you are the manig of Klal Yisrael. The minute you, you, you give over to other people, so you've lost that Maila. You thought the Maila was Klal Yisrael should be run. run. So Klal Yisrael should be run better when I'm not, when I'm not there. Because I can't do too many things. Oh gosh, yeah. Same idea. Weiter. Mm-hmm. So to in, in regard to Zdoka, Aser Asher. You should give Maisa because then you'll get rich. The one that gives, he's taking. When you give, you're getting. And you, if you don't give, so the Gemara says that if you hold back your Maisa, so then you'll end up losing all your money. So not giving is 
losing. You think that you think that when I give, I lose, and when I don't give, I, I gain. No, when you give, you gain, and when you don't give, you lose. The seichel adam mehupachud. The person seichel is opposite. It's upside down. You think and you're giving and you're losing when in fact you're getting. So why is it so? Because the person never ever lived governed by the way the Torah sets out his choices. He never made choices based on the system that the Torah advocates as a reality. He always is governed by his illusory vision of how the world should work. Without thinking what will be if he does this act. And he's never, he's never followed with total um, completion, devotion, unquestioningly the will of Hashem. If you don't follow unquestioning, you think, listen, you make cheshbonis yourself. I'm going to give $100. The truth is, I'm only getting an income of $400. I'm going to lose $100. Don't if I can make it, but but the Torah says if you give you you get. So well, why are you making? Why are you coming with chokhmas? The Torah says because you're not living in the world of Torah. You're living in your own world, and you're squeezing Torah in the side and a little bit and a little bit Torah pops in a little bit. But when you do that, I mean you be outside of Torah. Be'etzem, you're not living in the world of Torah. There's a, a a blacksmith that put all his happiness in this. He was so happy. Poshet was so 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 happy that he became a blacksmith and not a goldsmith. Why? He's been a blacksmith for years. No one approached him to make a single gold ring. He says, He I became a blacksmith and not a goldsmith. Because had I become a goldsmith, I never would have got any work. I would have starved to death. Shaita, you're an idiot. Why? That's why. The fact that you're a blacksmith, that's the problem. That's why no one gave you rings to fix. You never tried to be a goldsmith. You all see how happy your life could have been had you become a goldsmith. In other words, we're all living in, in the dregs. And we think, well, the reason why, Baruch Hashem, we're living in the dregs, because if we would live a higher style of life, so then we take our present situation and we imagine that were we to change, all the variables would remain consistent. So we take our present situation and say, okay, living with no bitochen and therefore relying on my income to support me, so therefore, Baruch Hashem, as it is, I'm just managing to get by. Imagine if I'd work less, I'd mamash have nothing. No, you can't be missing the point. If you'd work less, you'd have much more because then you'd be in a different level of life. You'd be a goldsmith from a blacksmith. So what you do is you, vi- you, you visualize the future based on the present. You look at yourself and you say, Baruch Hashem, I can't be there because if I'd be there, so I'd be in this terrible trouble because you look at the there as if you're here. The person who looks at the blacksmith as if he's being a blacksmith, but he's trying to see what he'd be like as a goldsmith as a blacksmith. No, if, you'd become a, if you'd become a goldsmith, you'd be a complete, the world would be different for you. But what happened is you're trapped in your own little tiny, minuscule cage and therefore the world seems like completely prohibitive because you don't realize that when you get out of your cage, then you're free. You think when you get out of your cage, you'll still be in your cage, so you'll still be trapped. Now you'll be trapped with nothing to help you. No, then you'll be free. 
וכן ממש עם האדם. צריך להיות את הפרסון. משום שמעולם לא יוצא משיקול דייטה, כורך אחרי טוב, טבעו המידויסו, since you never got out of your own stupid חשבונס, which is completely interlinked into your own nature and your midas, meaning you make your decisions based on your own function of your socialization and your personality, you don't think what the Torah wants, you think what I want. And what do you want? You're so forkrumpt. You never rely on the Torah. You have never said You've never let go of your mind and favored the way that the Torah approached things. And the only thing you can evaluate is how to be Mekayim the Torah. What? How? What? And when do I do it? That's why you see your whole life is filled with contradictions and opposites. Because you haven't given yourself over completely. If you would, then you'd realize that the ways of Hashem are ways of pleasantness. You won't, by giving up, you won't lose anything. They will give you life. Since you never tried to give yourself over to the Torah, completely, you've got a completely different paradigm, and it appears to you, you feel that you're giving and you're not getting. And this type of thinking, which comes from your own nature and your bad midas, which only want to get and don't want to give, you can't see the Torah. You will not be able to make one single decision in favor of the Torah whenever it comes to something that you've desired. Because your entire thrust is how can I lighten the yoke of Torah from me? Because the way you look at the Torah is, you see, think that the Torah is coming to steal from you. Now, this is such a powerful voice. This is what stops people from becoming from. I have to give up too much. And it's not only when you're going from no Shemir Semitzvahs to Shemir Semitzvahs, it's at every stage of the game. No, 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 I can't do that. If I learn more, no, no. If I dive in longer, no, no. If I give more to the doctor, no, no. You feel that I can't, can't. I only go to the minimum because better I feel the choice taking from me, taking from me, taking from me. So I try to hold back as much as I can for myself. Because if I give out everything, so then I have nothing. Because the choice is a guzzling coming to steal your life from you. Straight there! The choice is coming to give your life to you. But as long as you're seeing it that way, so you're always that kind of, you'll always give the minimum. Isn't that pathetic? Isn't that pathetic? What a way to live. I, I don't know, but I'm getting out of Gosha. The Torah has only ever survived through extremists. There's no moderate strain of Torah that actually has a long-term existence. It just kind of disappears. So it comes, it comes up with a shitta, and then the shitta kind of, as it goes, as you go on further in the generations, it becomes more to do it, more to do it, more to do it, more to do it, until it just assimilates. The only type of Torah that survives is sheer extremism, absolute self-sacrifice. Hey? Nevada was physically exterminated. Okay, the stapler was from Nevada. Right? But I'm saying that there's, there's the only type of Torah, you see the Torah, that, the Torah that's around today, the extreme Torah. You see the Hasidim. Hasidim, the Hasidim, the Maisa. They're extremists. They're absolute extremists. Look at, look at, look at the, there's many Hasidic groups. But you look at them, they're extreme. They're extreme. I mean, I don't want to go into the different Catholic groups and the extreme behaviors, but they're extreme. But that means that they, the extremity, what we call it, it means being completely given. You're completely given over to something. It's not like a little bit here and a little bit there and a little bit for you and a little bit for you and some for you and someone else for you. So what are you? So it's like you're like dodging on the outskirts of life. 
and you're like trying to like dip your foot into turf and then take it out because it's a little bit too hot and then dip it in, take it out, dip it in, take it out, dip it in, take it out, dip it in. So what are you? So you're this person that courts Torah because you know you straddle on the fence but you never give yourself over. Body and soul. Don't make any chesbrainers. Stop thinking about but what if and maybe and how and uh, it's because you realize, you feel that the Torah is coming to steal your life away from you. If you realize the Torah is going to give you life, you jump in head first. Um, which had, which had, had serrated edges and they could um, cut you. Because the ways of Torah, ways of pleasantness. Because the Dalmini you have to have all of the four species. It's much better for Torah says don't be Makama than to agree to the fact that the Torah allowed some type of unpleasantness to invade into it. And that's what the Pasuk says. Russia, why are you saying over my statutes? Meaning, Kivin Shainu Nasan and Master Torah, since you're not completely Ibagaban to Torah, my Torah is Bidosa Esachoik. What do you have to know the law for? Hello, you Kashal Vipla Bimishpatim. Hello, you're never going to make an Emissa Drasha. You're never going to make an Emissa decision. Because you're in Russia. That means once you have to think, you'll for sure come up with a crump shot in everything. In your voice, the Shakal Badaitam Shubeshis is Inon Mishpatim. You can't, you can't evaluate anything. When you can't keep the mishpatim, because there the pasuk says, the chukim, the chukim you have no das. So the altar has to answer. Ah, so why does it say chukai? It's a mishpatai. He answers and he says, because even the chukim, why? Because the chuk only stands when there's a mishpat. You can't rely on your own thinking, you can't rely on your own paradigm at all. You can't rely on your own conclusions in the slightest way possible. There's no longer a question for the following question. There's no longer room for the following question. Can a person be on such a high level? Because that, that question itself is a mistake. You don't understand that you have to give yourself over as a korban to Hashem. You think and if you don't give yourself over to turn to learning alone and you try to evaluate things according to your reasoning not only will you lo- lose your Torah, you'll lose yourself and you'll have nothing left however if you want to know the question to be asked, this is it since when you give, you get. And when you get, you give. It comes out that if your intention in giving is to get, so not only that, but you can't give up in order that you'll get. Because then you just really want to get more. In other words, it's more sophisticated. You initially think that if I, if I give to the Torah, so I'm losing. So now I say to you, no, no. When you give, you're actually getting. So then you say, aha, well, if, that means if I give, I'll get more. 
in other words, like this. Beforehand, you thought, I better hold as much as I can to myself, because every time I give to the Torah, I'm losing. So now we mechadish you know, every time to you give to the Torah, you're getting. So you say, oh, so I wanted everything, so now I'll give. So you haven't changed in your mind frame at all. You just found a better method of getting what you need. So then it doesn't work. Then it doesn't work. Because you're not giving. You're just trying to get more. So you're only giving on enough to get. That's not called giving. Because if you don't give, then you don't want to give. And therefore you won't get. Because you're not giving. Even if you give because you want to get back. Since you're not clearly. Sorry. Even if your intention is not to get. Since you know as a fact. Since you know that when you give, you'll get. You, you won't be able to escape that bias. And you'll always have it at the back of your hand. And I'm going to get from this. I'm going to get from this. Because then, essentially, you're doing the same thing. So it's very complicated. Because you can't hold it back for yourself. Because then you think that, that giving is losing. You can't give because you think it's getting, because then you'd right to think that when I give, I'm only want to get. And you can't even give because you want to give, because you already know that you're going to get. So then, basically, you're trapped. So it's like you're not giving anything. When you don't give, therefore you're not giving yourself over to Torah, because you're just trying to take Torah to yourself. And therefore, what's our hope? And how can you be a Shem Mitzvah? And how can you be a Betech? Because you'll do all these things. Because you know, when I run away from COVID, I'm going to get COVID. When I'm protected and I'm going to get security. When I'm shaming, there's nothing that will happen to me. So therefore, you're just looking for a better life. Because the truth is, if, you, if that's your intention, so then it won't work. That your year of calls you to fall. There is a side to say that even if you get what you want, as the Pasuk says, if you're a Russia and you trust in Hashem, you'll still get Chesed. You rather won't get to the perfect Madrega. Um, there's no hope. There's no hope. You're following me? So even if you're a Russia and you trust the So that's an aside. That's, that's a kasha. It says if you're Russia and you trust the aside, you'll still get chesed. Maybe, maybe. But even so, you won't get shlemus. So therefore, we're stuck. We're stuck. The minute you know that giving is getting, so then that will be in the back of your mind that so when you give, you want to get. Does that include getting in the next world or only in this world? Whatever, it, ma- it doesn't make a difference. You have to give because you want to. You, you want. You have to. The only time you get is when you give because you feel like you're losing out. But you know you're not losing out. So therefore, so therefore you're always secure and you're giving. So it's a different type of giving. Giving means when I feel that this is never. That's that's when that's when that's when it, it, it's wrenching. When you feel like you're losing it. If you feel like oh Baruch Hashem, I'm going to pay ten dollars, I'm going to get a hundred dollars back. That's called investing. That's not called giving. <laughs> that's called getting. <laughs> giving means I take this money and I throw it down the toilet. It's gone. It's lost. Stupid type of giving, but I'm just saying. 
וכן הדבר, גם בעניין הבריחים מן הכובד, הוא עושה כובד שהזירו עליו התורה, אם יברח מבריזה שורש יחזיר ראשו לאחריו, ‫-הההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההה
Ulam Emosa and Sina Lekicha when he's in Rak Kishis Kaim Meis Kol Ish Asheid Vene Liboy when it comes from the Leib Hani Kishinadev is Liboy when you give over your heart the Kol Chayisov and every Koyach in your body Lekayim Kol Mashitziva LeHashem to keep everything the Abishai commanded you Rak Oz and Sina Nesina BeEmes Mimeil Kabali then it's a real Nesina and then it's a receiving. If you really want to get there, if you really value what Torah is, do not be scared. Maybe we won't achieve it. <coughs> I'm reticent to commit myself completely and give myself over. All we have to do is put in the maximum effort. If we give ourselves over legamre, legamre. Then we'll get in everything we do. And then the branch of Olam will fill in the gaps. But if you don't, so then you remain forever courting around the peripheries of Torah, never being able to connect. What a waste of a life. What a waste of an eternity.